0: no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details
1: hey everyone it's Ted from Consumer Cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake up call
0: Place your hand over your heart right now. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a preborn baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. We've partnered with Preborn because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter that doubles a baby's chances at life. By six weeks, eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a little baby is able to suck his or her thumb. For just $28, you can be the difference between the life or death of a child. And if you're a business owner, perhaps you can consider a larger donation for a write-off because we know the government isn't working on saving babies. A donation of 1000 thousand, two 2000 20000 All gifts are tax-deductible and will reach eternity. Get involved today to donate. Just dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250. Say the keyword baby or donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict that's preborn.com slash verdict two-thirds of americans are at risk to experience a blackout are you ready to protect your family well you could be with the patriot power solar generator 2000x this new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot power generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. And oppressed people is attempting to flee
1: a tyrannical regime, fleeing toward freedom, but the Texas Democrats are being pulled back to their own state. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz. Welcome back. The Verdict with Ted Cruz. I'm Michael Knowles. <laughs> I think something's going on in Cuba as well. We'll get to that a little bit later. But Senator First, I've got to ask you about the, those poor Texas Democrats. There's a, a voting rights bill going through Texas right now. The Democrats didn't have the numbers to stop this Republican bill. And so they just left the state. You know, I got to say, it's it's striking, and it really is
2: typical of Cuban refugees that 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 they jump on a private jet uh, with Miller Lite and 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 basking in in national press coverage. They they, they truly are are heroic. You know, Kamala Harris com- compared them to the to the civil rights protesters on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. If you take away the cops and the dogs and the billy clubs and the bleedings and the broken bones and you replace it with a private jet and Miller Lite, they're exactly the same.
1: And there, there is a little bit of an irony here where the, the Texas Democrats are flaying a bill that would in part require you to show an ID to vote. They needed the ID to buy the Miller Light, which was famously photographed on their voyage. Yeah.
2: And to get on the damn plane.
1: And to get on the, yes, even for private. That's true. They would still need to show their ID, but they didn't By have By the masks. way, all
2: these Democrats
1: want to mandate masks on planes. None of them had masks on planes. So this was a ridiculous, I mean, a really not great PR. You see all these Texas Dems fleeing. But what, what is the legal aspect here? I mean, why, why do they need to flee the state? to stop this bill. Well, listen, it, this is a political stunt. Yeah. Um and
2: and they flew to Washington because they knew that they would get a bear hug from Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Schumer and Pelosi and all the Democrats and all the media. And they would treat them, you know, what a chance to be I'm Martin Luther King. Yeah. I'm fleeing the state. What nobody talks about is what actually the Texas Election Integrity Bill does. So because, what's in what's in the bill? So it's a series of common sense steps. For example, it requires uh, signatures and signature verification on absentee ballots. It requires uh, an ID for absentee ballots. It it, it, it it requires cameras in counting spaces so that when people are counting the ballots, you'll have a recorded record of it. There's a reason nobody talks about these because everyone hears them and goes, well, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Democrats have decided it's good politics. Number one, I think they believe... Uh, voter fraud helps them get elected. But number two, screaming about voter suppression, I think they believe helps them get elected as well. And so they want to do everything they can to portray mm. Republicans as a bunch of crazy Klansmen.
1: Yeah, racist. Right.
2: And and so that's their their narrative. They're sticking with it.
1: So there, there are a lot of surveys out on this that show broad support for voter ID and and basically all of and the- And you know, it's gone up. Bill used to be 70% of
2: Americans supported voter ID. It's now over 80%. So, it's, so all of their histrionics have driven up support ten, by 10 points.
1: And it's got broad support among all demographics. It's not just white people. It's not among, among black people. Well, you know, but
2: Kamala d- d- did explain that, that you know, minorities are not smart enough to get an ID. Right, right. Um, you know, Hispanics, you know, we Hispanics, we, we don't know how to do these fancy driver's licenses. Yeah. <laughs> I, and, and I love that she explained, you know, the country folk They don't have this fancy technology. You know, if you're out there, there there are no no copy machines. There's no electricity. There's no smartphones. Because, listen, country folk, they're making moonshine and they're sliding
1: on the hoods of their cars. (laughs)
2: That's all they're doing because Kamala really has her finger on the pulse
1: of rural America. But this this is what what is so strange to me about about the whole episode is this is an issue that is really popular. Voter ID is very popular. Majority of people, vast majority of people want it. The Democrats have come out against it. They've said a lot of things, wittingly or unwittingly, that's very insulting to the base here. And they seem to be undermining democracy in the sense that the voters of Texas send their representatives to the legislature. They the legislators are passing this bill. The Democrats don't have any legal way to stop it. So then as far as I can tell, they violate the law yeah. by leaving the state. So in order for the legislature to do business,
2: you have to have a quorum. And so the reason they, they fled the state is to deny a quorum. So there's not right now a quorum in the House of Representatives. Now, uh, interestingly enough, I, I have some history on this issue. So I started as Solicitor General of Texas in 2003. Uh, 2003, the Republicans had just taken the House of Representatives, mm. and they began to do congressional redistricting. Uh, the Democrats didn't want him to do congressional redistricting. Now, the reason was at the time, Texas had what, had what had been widely reported as and was in fact the most partisan gerrymander in the country done by Democrats. Yeah. So even though Texas was voting by a big margin Republican, its congressional delegation was had a large majority of Democrats because they had very creatively gerrymandered it. So a Republican state elected a majority of Democrats.
1: It's it's strange because Republicans are always the ones accused of the gerrymandering, but it's a, bo- both parties do this sort of thing.
2: Oh, and it's shameless. And, and actually we had testimony in the trial o- over redistricting about there was a way Southern Democrats would would gerrymander, which is you draw a district that had just enough african-american voters but not too many mm. and just enough hispanic voters but not too many why would they do this because their objective was to elect a white democrat and what the data showed is if you put too many african-american democrats in, in a district they'd elect a black democrat mm. if you put too many hispanic democrats in a district they'd elect an hispanic democrat the people drawing this didn't want a black democrat or hispanic democrat they wanted a white democrat so what they would do is they'd Shrink those two numbers, and in a primary, if you had, say, a black Democrat against a white Democrat, the white Democrats and the Hispanic Democrats would both vote for the white guy, Mm -hmm. and so the white guy would win. Um, If you had an Hispanic Democrat versus a white Democrat, the white Democrats and the black Democrats would vote against the Hispanic Democrat, and so you'd get the white Democrat win, the primary, and then in the general the Hispanic Democrats and black Democrats would vote for whoever the Democratic nominee was. And so it was a – and by the way, all of this came as testimony in the redistricting trial from Eddie Bernice Johnson, who was an African-American woman, a congresswoman, who was a state senator and was fighting against the redistricting, Uh, saying black Democrats are getting screwed by these white Democrats. So that's, that's the backstory of why Texas was redistricting the texas democrats didn't want them to redistrict they liked a republican state sending democrats to congress so they did the same thing i mean fleeing the state is not new the house democrats they went up to ardmore oklahoma uh the senate democrats later went to albuquerque new mexico uh, for the exact same purpose to deny a quorum to shut down the legislature so i was you know just a few weeks into the job it just started and the speaker of the house a guy named tom craddock who is a tough old West Texan knife fighter. Tom calls Greg Abbott, who was the attorney general. He's now the governor, but he was my boss. Uh, and he, he calls Abbott and says, can I arrest fleeing legislators? Yeah. And Abbott in turn calls me and says, Ted, can Craddock arrest fleeing legislators? And I, and I said, General, I don't know. Well, let me go research it and I'll figure it out. Yeah. So I go research it. Turns out there's a clear answer to this. So the Texas Constitution has a provision that explicitly authorizes compelling the attendance of absent legislators. Mm. Uh, That provision, in turn, is copied word for word from the U.S. Constitution. So the U.S. Constitution has the exact same provision. And there's a long history, particularly in Congress, of using that Mm. to order the arrest of fleeing legislators and, and to bring them in... Uh, The the authority is there literally to bring them in, if necessary, in handcuffs and and leg irons. Uh, Bob Packwood was brought in, physically carried onto the floor of the Senate because he was trying to defeat a quorum. And they, (laughs) the the sergeant at arms, physically carried him to produce him there. All of which is to say, how does this Texas Democrat stunt end? It's going to end eventually. They're going to come back to Texas. They're in D.C. right now, I assume, going to Georgetown cocktail parties. Um, although three of them now have COVID, which is, uh, proves God really does have <laughs> a sense They should put humor. their masks on. Um, <laughs> but eventually they'll come back to Texas. Abbott, the governor, has said he'll keep calling special sessions over and over again until they pass voter integrity laws. And they're going to arrest them when they come back. And so whenever they come back, they will be arrested. Now, look, it's important to know, it's not arrest to go to jail. It's yeah. not a crime. They don't, it's not sending them to Sing Sing. Yeah. Uh, it is physically, if necessary, seizing them and moving their bodies to the floor of the House, because that gives you a quorum. And the reason the Texas Constitution and the U.S. Constitution give you this power is is you shouldn't have the right to shut down the operation of the legislature. The legislature exists to do the will of the people, and these Democrats are trying to pull a political stunt to stop them from doing the will of
1: the people. It's just so ironic that the people who are always clamoring on about our democracy and the threats to our democracy are, in this case, actively (laughs) stopping the operation of of the legislature, of of the lawmakers. So you've got this scene playing out in Texas. And
2: and by the way, they want to kill policies that the overwhelming majority of voters support. So voter ID, we talked about 80% of Americans support them. In Congress, so these Texas Democrats are lobbying for S-1, the the Corrupt Politicians Act, that bill would strike down every voter ID law in the country. Eighty percent of Americans support it. So when you see Democrats saying, you know, we want to protect the right to vote, unless these pesky people vote for things we don't like, like voter ID, then to heck with the right to vote, we're going to strike it down anyway. I mean, that's that's the Democratic position.
1: Well, there is this strange fact, and I think it actually ties down to our neighbors 90 miles south, you've got policies like voter ID. You've got policies like uh, immigration reform, where the the vast majority of Americans want to have voter ID and want less immigration. And the vast majority of people in the ruling class don't want voter ID and, and want more immigration, legal and, and illegal, I guess, in, in many cases. So how is that the case? How does the, the ruling party, the uniparty, the regime, whatever you want to call it, why is it that this elite group is able to and is even desirous of so undermining the will of the people in our democracy? So the two issues are a little
2: bit different in that when it comes to illegal immigration, you're right that every Democrat and about half the Republicans want unlimited illegal immigration. Yeah. And and it is it is the Uniparty. party. It is the elected members of Congress who are basically in bed with big business and want cheap labor. Yeah. Voter ID, the the, the politics are a little bit different because it is essentially Every Democrat who wants to get rid of voter ID and every Republican wants to keep it. So, so there's not, you don't have this big block of, of Republicans that are wobbly on voter ID. You know, why do the Dems want to get rid of voter ID? To be honest, I don't know. It's to
1: steal elections, right? I mean, not well, to be too look, blunt about it. But.
2: Yes and no. There are disputes about how widespread election fraud is. It's now, you know, we now see Democrats in the media saying it never, ever, ever happens, yeah. which is absurd. There are real disputes about how widespread it is. Yeah. I don't know. So so the Democrats' opposition to voter ID is one of two things. Either one, they know it's really widespread. Yeah. And they have operations in to bring massive numbers of illegal aliens and get them to vote, and that's why they don't want voter ID. That's one hypothesis that is consistent with why do you go to the mat to try to defeat voter ID? The other hypothesis is... That there's some voter fraud uh, concerning voter ID, but that it's a good issue they believe to inflame African American voters,
1: because the idea is Republicans are only supporting voter ID because Black voters are going to have more trouble, or it's maybe or, yeah.
2: Because if you're a Democrat, scaring Black voters that voter suppression is happening, that that Republicans are Klansmen, that that they are bull Connor. Now, never mind. Bull Connor was a Democrat. Right. Never, never mind that the people that wrote Jim Crow were Democrats. Never mind that the people that founded the Ku Klux Klan were Democrats. Never mind that all of these racists who, who committed horrific acts were, were almost without exception Democrats. Today's Democratic Party, they, they have one game plan. Um, you know, you remember when, when George W. Bush was running for president and, and you had James Byrd, an African-American who had been – dragged to his death in Jasper, Texas. It was a horrific crime. Um, now, the people who did that were, were sentenced to death. I mean, like they were caught, they were prosecuted, they were sentenced to death. The NAACP ran an ad, a TV ad, attacking George W. Bush with images of the chains dragging behind the car, basically right. blaming him right. for this horrific racist murder. And in fact, if you remember, you're, you're too young to remember this debate, but I'll tell you, so I was a policy staff on the Bush campaign. I remember the debate with, that Bush has with, with Gore, where Gore hits him on it and basically blames him for this horrible racist murder. Uh, and, and Bush goes, well, well, we sentenced him to death. Hey, what else do you want us to do besides put him to death? <laughs> but that is their game plan, election yeah. after election. So part of this hysteria from Democrats over voter ID is, I think, They want to scream voter suppression because they want critical to their winning elections is having African-American voters terrified, energized, showing up in massive numbers and voting overwhelmingly Democrat. And and if black voters were voting their economic interests, the policies of Democrats are terrible for the African-American community. If black voters were voting for. Who's going to provide hope in education, school choice? The policies of the Democrats are terrible for the black community. Under Donald Trump, we had the lowest African-American unemployment, the lowest African-American poverty in history. Those are really inconvenient facts if you're Democrats trying to get monolithic support for black voters. So what do you do? You paint this specter of voter suppression. I I think it's much of it, I think, is a really cynical political strategy.
1: And there's a strange circumstance. So we're, we're in Florida right now. Ninety miles south, there are massive protests going on, the government in Cuba, the communist dictatorship clamping down. So you've got elite people, you know, people who are part of the media, people who are part of the political establishment here, decrying the oppression of America, denigrating the American flag, saying it's a symbol of hatred, uh, meanwhile, the people in Cuba who are yeah. protesting their own government are waving the American flag. I visited Cuba a few years ago. People wear the American flag as a symbol of protest. I, on, I knew on the there was there. something shady about you, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I was trying to stir up the revolution even then. But this this is a very strange circumstance. D- did you get any Che Guevara tattoos? <laughs> I did. I was gonna. I was gonna wear the. Uh, there's a shirt. Of Che Guevara wearing a Che Guevara shirt, I think that's you know that was put out by the Onion or something like that because it it's become so popular. I mean, American students wear Cuban revolutionaries yeah. all the time. Now, it's repulsive. now the Biden administration refuses to call out any of this. They're yeah. talking about the evil oppression of the Texas Republicans, but they won't mention the word communism. And Mayorkas, the the DHS secretary, is saying, "Do not if you're fleeing Cuba, do not come to the United States." Even as we're having highest levels of illegal immigration often encouraged by democrats from other countries look what what's happening in cuba
2: is an existential threat to the biden administration and Mm. and they're scared um you know i gotta say my reaction and we've talked a lot about my family story uh, on this pod but my reaction watching it it, it's powerful uh seeing people who are standing up and and protesting taking to the streets in havana and matanzas which is where my dad was born uh, santiago across across the country And the folks who are protesting are risking their lives. And and they're They're right now and they're they're being killed, they're being beaten, they're being tortured. I mean, I mean, it is it is an act of incredible courage to stand up against this regime. Watching the reaction of Democrats is surreal. So the Biden administration is rooting for the communist regime.
1: Yeah and but by the way I don't think that's hyperbole. They're they're now blaming it on a lack of covid vaccines or quote unquote economic mismanagement. They're not coming out and calling for regime change in Cuba or, or talking about communism. It, they seem to be on the side of the regime.
2: Well, and listen, one of their foreign policy objectives is to have a, 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 an embrace of the Cuban communist dictatorship. That was Obama's Obama had that as a big foreign policy objective. So does Biden you know, when they're actively beating protesters in the street, it makes it hard for them to carry out their foreign policy objective of saying, aren't they really nice communists? So that's one factor. There's just another factor that today's Democratic Party likes communists. They, they glorify, these are the kids who in college had Che Guevara t-shirts on. Right. Um, I, I mean, that's their ethos. Um, and so you you look at the Biden administration put out, their, their kind of first statement they put out as a tweet, said they're exercising their right to peaceful assembly. It's like, uh, no, they, they, they don't have a right to peaceful <laughs> assembly. And the stormtroopers who come beat them yeah. show they don't have that right. They are standing up in the face of tyranny. But the Biden admin doesn't say that. And then the second thing they said that was particularly funny, they said it was all about access to COVID vaccines. It's like, no, they're chanting libertad. They're chanting freedom, liberty. Um, They're chanting down with the dictatorship. Uh, Jen Psaki, her, her, uh, you know, statement that they're upset about mismanagement. The protesters aren't chanting manage better. Yeah. (laughs) Like (laughs) this is dumb. And so you got to stop and ask, okay, why? Why are they doing this? It's not that that, that Saki or Biden or Blinken, it's not like these people are stupid. It's that what they believe is in conflict with speaking the truth of what,
1: about what's happening. So, they so they don't want to condemn communists. You're saying the existential threat posed by the Cuban protests to the Biden administration is it that it undermines their own ideological
2: So there are different aspects of it. You take the Bernie Sanderses of the world and Elizabeth Warrens and AOCs, the the avowed socialists. Did did space aliens, like, capture them and spirit them away? Like, these guys have been utterly silent. Why is it? Because they're socialists, and the Cuban dictatorial government is socialist. And they don't like admitting that every place on Earth that you've had socialist dictatorships have been murdering, torturing, abusive, oppressive regimes. It's it's inconvenient. If you're an American socialist saying we want socialism here, watching how crappy socialism is in Cuba makes that argument tough. So the the hard left that's driving the Democratic Party, they hate this right now. Biden can't denounce communism without pissing off the left in his party. And he probably wouldn't anyway he can't stand strongly with the protesters because their foreign policy objective is to get in bed with the stormtroopers that are beating them right now and they're also terrified of a massive wave of immigration from cuba and 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 it's twofold on that number 1 you know Mayorka is saying no cubans yeah right mind you Across the southern border, we're on pace for over 2 million people to cross illegally the, this year, yeah, and they're like...
1: Something like 180,000 or 188,000 people yeah. in June yeah. alone. I mean, that's a shocking, shocking it, number. It's, it's over a 400% increase from last year. Yeah,
2: wow, the, the, wow. the numbers are staggering, and it's pure open borders on a southern border, but Majorca stands up and says, we don't want Cubans. Look, do you think anyone told them that Cubans vote Republican? I, I mean, it kind of makes you think hmm. that might be a factor there, but they're also looking... I've talked a lot about Biden as Jimmy Carter 2.0. The Mariel boat lift is very real in terms of, you know, there was this massive influx of Cuban refugees on boats. And by the way, what what Castro did, so he said, you can bring your boats over to take people out of Cuba. And tons of people came from Miami, brought their family over. What Castro did, he emptied the jails yeah, right. and the lunatic asylum. So he put crazy people and criminals. You see the movie Scarface? Yeah. <laughs> But like Scarface is about, you know, one of those criminals that he stuck on a boat and sent over. You know, I mean, it's Scarface, by the way, one of my top it's three all-time all time. favorite movies.
1: Ravenga! and and actually, it's Scarface. They're 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 chanting Libertad, yeah. Libertad. They're not chanting COVID vaccines. COVID vac- That's not. It would, it would be anachronistic, I, I, and they I, wouldn't do it anyway. By the way, there's there's also a great
2: scene where where uh, Manolo is talking to this. Uh, very pretty girl in a bikini, and and, and Tony goes to this little kid. Said, hey, "Hey, look, look over there. You you see that guy? He's he's going to stick his tongue out like that. He's going to stick his tongue. What, what is that? It's like a lizard or something?" There are lots of lines in that movie I can do, most of which would 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 elevate the rating of this podcast mm-hmm. and, and yes. might make it no longer child friendly.
1: We, well, you know, they always say Republicans need to go more on the offensive. They need to get more aggressive, and I can imagine no no better way than through our rhetoric and through the the instruments of politics to say, say hello to my little friend, which would be obviously the legislative action in Texas. I knew I could Texas. prompt you <laughs> into
2: a Tony Montana impression.
1: <laughs> yes, I mean, this. I, I, you know, I was wondering what the effect was in Cuba. Because, look, I care about Cuba. I like Cuban culture. I have Cuban friends. Mm. But I think a lot of Americans, they want to know, what does this mean for us? What does this mean for the United States? I think States? Michael just did a, some of my best friends are Cuban. Some of my best friends are <laughs> 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 But it, But, I mean, you, you are seeing the, the working out of real ideological problems and hypocrisy on illegal immigration. They're saying surge yep. to the border if you're statistically likely to vote for Democrats and please do not come. And by the way, one of the objections here is they'll say, well, the reason they're telling the Cubans not to come is because the passage is very dangerous if you swim or take a raft from Cuba to Florida. As if crossing the southern border is a cakewalk. You know, if- it seems to me the solution is to send a private jet with Miller Lite. Yes, that's the, only, that's the only way out of it to flee the the oppression. Oppression real in some places and imagined in others. We have to leave it there, Senator, uh, but I'm sure there will be many more developments, hopefully, uh, hopefully on the side of Libertad. I'm Michael Knowles. This is Verdict with Ted Cruz, my little friend. We are going to be taking verdict on the road. We are partnering with the Young America's Foundation. We're going to multiple schools. I think we're going to six schools and universities uh, with YAF. You can go to yaf.org slash verdict right now to request that we come to your school. Uh, The deadline is August 18th. Senator, should we go to the really nice, wonderful conservative schools with the Young America's Foundation, or should we go to the crazy, leftist, insane schools that are going to run us out of town on the rail? Well, it
2: seems to me that should be up to the listeners verdict to decide. And so, so you tell us if you're a student right now, uh, you might be at one of the few havens of sanity and you say, hey, come come cheer us on and, 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 and uh, reach out to us. On the other hand, you might be behind enemy lines, surrounded by Bolsheviks and Mensheviks and, 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 and looking for a, a Berlin airlift you know my my guess is we're we're open to do it a little of both but but it's really the incredible listeners uh, a verdict who are who are going to make that decision
1: we want to free the students on campus we want to free all of us here in this country so make sure you get those names in yaf dot org slash verdict August eighteenth is the deadline.
0: This episode of Verdict with Ted Cruz is being brought to you by Jobs, Freedom, and Security Pack, a political action committee dedicated to supporting conservative causes, organizations, and candidates across the country. In 2022, Jobs, Freedom, and Security Pack plans to donate to conservative candidates running for Congress and help the Republican Party across the nation. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist-pumper, a
1: woo a hand-clapper, a high-fiver? I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus
0: free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American. American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. hollywoodtakeover.com slash Ben. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. So go to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. Go right now to the number four, patriots.com slash verdict. so if you're ready to maximize your masculinity today, go to chalk.choq.com and use promo code BEN for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life. CHOQ.com, code BEN, limited time offer. Subscription is cancelable at any time. chalk.com.